We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, let's do this. Paul Jargian, our uh, fantasy football insider, our guy that uh, from LeagueSafePost.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, taking your phone calls and questions. Charge, how you been? Well, I was better. I've been better because in the last five minutes, we've learned that Rob Gronkowski is uh, going to have to have surgery on his back and is expected to be out eight weeks. That is amazing. That's the end of a really, really bad season for Rob Gronkowski, unfortunately. He was was great through a, a middle tier of the season where he was healthy, but then, you know, he was hurt early and didn't do anything. Hurt late and didn't do anything. And now this, I think now, if he plays again, it'll be in the Super Bowl. Oh, that's oh, frustrating for fantasy yeah, that, players. Uh, that's not only frustrating for fantasy players, but he's a huge asset to the passing game oh, for yeah. Tom Brady. I mean, Absolutely. Just, that, I mean, that's almost as much as big of a blow as losing Tom Brady, wouldn't you think? Well, you know, uh, well, I guess I'm not ready to go quite that far, although Jimmy Garoppolo looked great, um, but I'm not ready to go quite that far. But, it, I mean, it, it really changes the whole dynamic of the offense because Gronk, he, Gronk created so many mismatches that defenses had to account for. Right. You know, he's he's so much faster than linebackers, and he's so much bigger than DBs who might try to cover him. You know, it was just he was just a walking, running mismatch. And now you take that off the field, and the the that offense doesn't feel nearly as complex. So, yeah, we'll see. And you know, and Martellus Bennett, by the way, I mean, he's hurt to the point that he may not be playing either. So. Uh, at this stage, if Martellus Bennett's available, go get him because now he's going to be your starting tight end for the for the remainder of the season. That's like, you know, stop what you're doing, fantasy players. Go find out if, what Martellus Bennett's status is in your league because that's, you know, it's, he could be sitting on a, a fantastic season potentially. Let's uh, go to the phone calls. Tom and Greendale first out of the shoot. Tom, what do you got for us? Okay, uh, non-PPR, I need to start uh, two of these receivers. I've got Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, Des Bryant, and Demarius Thomas. I need two of those. I've got them all stacked up really in a in very similar spots, so I understand why there'd be some questions here. I've got uh, I've got Des Bryant at 21. I don't love his matchup with Xavier Rhodes, who I think is going to cover him, and the Vikings are a good pass defense. As, as, as many things have gone wrong for the Vikings in the past six weeks, the pass defense has been the one consistent throughout They've allowed the second fewest yards to wide receivers, but still, it's it's Des Bryant, and I'm not taking, you know, he's still always going to be a goal line target, and I guess I'm going to take him here. He's my number 21 wide receiver, and then I'm going Tyreek Hill. Desmond Trufant is now lost for the season for the Falcons, and that secondary just got, it went from bad to really bad. Hill's going to have matchups all over the field, and as we've seen in the past couple of weeks, his athleticism is ridiculous. So I, I like Tyreek Hill. So it's my number 21 and number 22 receivers. We'll play those two. Um, got a couple of different questions here for you. This yes. one is uh, needs one of three in a standard scoring league. Jeremy Hill, Thomas Rawls, Theoretic. Jeremy Hill and Thomas Rawls are, are the answers I'm going to give here. Let's spend a let's spend a second on Thomas Rawls. He goes up against Carolina. Carolina's normally an elite run defense, but over the past eight quarters, five of them without Luke Keekley, 
the Panthers have surrendered 378 yards to Saints and Raiders running backs in eight quarters. That's like a quarter of the production they've given up all season, and it's just come in the last two games. This is a very different Carolina defense without Keekley. So we'll start Thomas Rawls, my number eight running back this week. And then I like Jeremy Hill. You know, what's interesting is Jeremy Hill, the first game without Giovanni Bernard last week, caught six catches, a, a career high for him, 61 yards a career high for him. So it looks like he's going to get a lot of that pass catching work, and the Eagles have allowed the eighth most catches to backs over the past five weeks. So we already knew Hill was going to get most of the carries. He was going to get the goal line work. If he's going to get the receptions as well, I like him a lot here. Uh, next, let's go to Brian listening to us in your neck of the woods up in Minnesota on the network. Brian, how you doing? Good, good. Um Stafford or A-Rod? I love Stafford this week, and I know he's been really inconsistent for really, frankly, most of the season, but what a great opportunity here. It's It should be a shootout. He plays against the Saints, and we know Drew Brees at home is going to put up tons and tons of points. The running game will be an afterthought. Stafford's going to throw his arm out of socket in home games, opposing quarterbacks. So when the Saints are at home, opposing quarterbacks are averaging 38 pass attempts per game. So the volume is definitely going to be there. And meanwhile, Detroit runs the ball the second fewest times in the NFL, just 21 times. So lots and lots of volume for, for Stafford here. And the Saints secondary ranks 25th in passing yards allowed. They've given up multiple touchdowns in seven of their last nine games. I, everything lines up here for a big game for Matthew Stafford, my number four quarterback this week. Uh, Charge, a lot of people saying, uh, I know we went over the tight end and Rob Gronkowski going down. A lot of people asking for a sleeper tight end that might not uh, be on yeah. you know, somebody's roster. That Go get Jason Witten. Um, if he's available, and he's available in over half of leagues. Uh, Jason Witten plays tonight against the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings have really struggled against tight ends for uh, a chunk of the season, and especially lately. A couple of weeks ago, Jermaine Gresham scored. Before that, Vernon Davis put up 66 yards and a, and a touchdown in the same game when Jordan Reed put up 40, so they had 100 yards between their tight ends. The week before that, Eric Ebron, 92 yards against the Vikings. The week before that, 100 yards allowed to the Bears' tight ends. So... Yeah, the Vikings have really struggled against tight ends, and Jason Witten's a guy you can get off of the uh, scrap heap and give him a try. Uh, i got another one here for you. This one is, and I don't normally do numerous, but it's a pretty good listener all the time. Rashad Jennings, Spencer Ware, Lamar Miller, or Sammy Watkins. He needs two in a standard scoring league. It's Lamar Miller and Spencer Ware, my number 13 and 14 running backs. We'll spend just a second on those guys. Ware has had a string of really tough matchups. This is the first easy one in a while. The Falcons defense giving up 100 yards or more and six touchdowns in their past three games against teams that bother to run the ball, and I'm not including your Packers in that because Aaron Murkowski-led Packer running attack does not count. And so we'll take Spencer Ware against the Falcons. Then Lamar Miller goes up against your squad this week. For reasons I don't understand, the Eagles didn't even try running the ball, really against your your run defense that had been so yielding over the past couple of months and I think they're I think you know we know we know Brick Osweiler has the capability of losing a game Lamar Miller doesn't I think we're going to see a lot we're going to see a, uh, we're going to see a lot of carries out of Lamar Miller they're not going to make the same mistake that the Eagles made uh Nick wants to know Jared Cook or Kyle Rudolph Well I'll t- let's let's start here which which Jared Cook is the closest one to reality? The one we saw last <laughs> weekend with, I believe, no catches for no yards, or the one we saw two games ago where he led the team in targets, receptions, and yardage? You tell the, me, which is closer the thing, to reality? Is it depends on the package they run. 
Um, because Aaron Rodgers said after the game, look, they came at him with a lot of 20 personnel, which dictates that Jared Cook isn't even on the field. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess my assumption is, is if you're going to do that, then you're going to go after Jordy Nelson and try to shut him down, and then Devontae Adams has a big game. Right. So if they try to take those guys out, then you're going to bring in a different personnel package. You're going to see Jared Cook become a big-time player in that particular offense. I, you know, I think I worry that there's Aaron Rodgers has so many targets that any game you just, you know, anybody's capable of disappearing. We see Randall Cobb disappear, you know, frequently, and let alone, you know, a shared usage tight end situation. So I'm going to take Kyle Rudolph here. He goes up against Dallas tonight. They've allowed the most receptions to tight ends. They've also allowed the fifth most yards and the sixth most scores to tight ends. So we'll take Kyle Rudolph here. The big problem with with anybody against Dallas is this. They run the ball so well and control the clock, you just don't get many plays to even, you know, even try to get anything done with. And Ezekiel Elliott's going to run like crazy tonight. Unless the Vikings turn everything around uh, from what we've seen in the past month or so, it's going to be tons of Zeke tonight. Uh, This one real quick, Tyler Boyd or Willie Sneed? Uh, We're going to take Willie Sneed here. He goes up against Detroit. The good thing about Willie Sneed is he plays out of the slot, which means he's automatically not going to get Darius Slay, the one really good um, coverage corner that the Lions have got. That means he's going to get Keandre Keandre Diggs at the slot corner who has struggled a lot this year. And interesting story about Keandre Diggs, if you have a second. Last weekend, weekend, Lions are playing on Thanksgiving. I, somebody was tweeting me out a question about the Lions and Vikings matchup, and I said, I like Adam Thielen because he's going to play the slot with Stefan Diggs out, and that lines him up against lousy cornerback Keandre Diggs. And I, I tweeted this, but I never, for good or bad, I, I never put the player's actual, you know, like handle into these tweets because I don't want to insult them right to their face, right? And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to throw that at them. And, you know, and even if I'm saying something good, I don't. Well, somebody must have let him know because Keandre Diggs, after the Lions won, tweeted back at me a picture of this nerdy dude holding up a big a big uh, piece of paper with a big L on it. So, right you're back in my so face. Popular. Yeah, yes. you're so popular. There you go. Uh, let's. Uh, you got time for one more? I do. Okay, I let's I go do. to. Uh, let's yes, go to, I do. Okay, Chris in Kenosha, real quick. You got a question. What's up? Yeah, I have uh, Gronkowski and Witten, and obviously with Witten playing tonight, looking to try to make a decision. Oh, you missed the earlier part of this when I said that it's now been reported that Rob Gronkowski is going Done. to have back surgery, was expected to miss eight weeks. So uh, I didn't miss that. Yes. And actually, I had a quarterback question quick, too. Matty Ice or uh, Kirk Cousins? I've got uh, Ryan at five and Kirk Cousins at eight. Ryan has uh, been completely consistent this year. He's thrown for over 260 yards in eight straight games. We have, that's remarkable. He's thrown a touchdown in every game. He's thrown multiple touchdowns in eight of 11 games. Here come the Chiefs. They've allowed multiple touchdowns to, to opposing quarterbacks in five of the last six games. They've got one of the worst cornerbacks in football, Philip Gaines, who we've been picking on. Fantasy has been picking on all year, but they played that nationally televised game last week, and everybody saw him just get destroyed by Emmanuel Sanders. So I think the whole the whole world now knows about how exploitable Philip Gaines is, and it's a great opportunity for Matt Ryan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.